Hi everyone, and welcome to another sauntering podcast with me, Paul White. I'm coming to you from the beautiful town of Weymouth in Dorset by the sparkling blue sea. It never rains, it's always sunny. This podcast began during lockdown. We galloped through or sauntered through many, many books of the Bible now. I'm a disciple of Jesus and my job is to encourage you and encourage other people to walk with him. So Bruce, what's your what's your name? Your surname? French, mouton. Mouton, lamb. So I'm here with Ruth and she's just making a coffee. But uh, Ruth is uh, a nurse in Switzerland who serves people at the last stages of their life. And we're just having this profound conversation. I said, Ruth, let me stop you and start recording because this is so profound, the things you're saying. So while she gets herself ready for coffee <laughs> with coffee in a big bowl I should say like a true French person um, this is I'm so pleased to be able to have this conversation we're sitting in a kitchen in um, the on the outskirts of the city of Rivna in Ukraine she's here volunteering with Remar SOS and she has a few weeks of holiday every year and she's here serving Jesus and serving the people of Ukraine in the big tent which we put up back in October of 2022. So um, we were talking about the subject of dignity and human dignity and of course the laws are slightly different in Switzerland than they are in England about end-of-life care and assisted suicide, that kind of thing. Um, But our conversation has already become fascinating to me. And so, Ruth, just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. So you travel around over quite a large area of geography, Mm -hmm. looking after people in their homes and... I, I spent six years in, um, how you say, um, um, palliative care mobile uh, yeah. team. Palliative care. Yeah, and now I'm in a general team. Mm-hmm. So we have several kind of people. And, um, well, you know, it's great to, to allow people who wants to stay home to be able to stay home. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very important. So even in that thing of being able to stay at home, that helps to reinforce that sense of the person's dignity, doesn't it? That they have, they're in their own place. They're surrounded by their own things. Yeah, and but you have to, you have to fulfill um, uh, correct cares uh, if uh, you want to keep the people home, mm-hmm. not in bad condition because sure. this is awful. Yeah. I, I've been uh, working, uh, I'm sorry, but I've been working home in France 
in just in some place it's well organized and some place it's like a desert oh. and uh, we have nothing and it's they send people home but it, it's they are suffering they're not ready no. not safe yeah they suffer they mm. haven't uh, the necessary cares so this is a uh, it's important to to give the the good cares mm. and each uh, organize in Switzerland Mm. Uh, um, with uh, mobile time and uh, mobile mobile teams, excuse me, mobile um, teams, yeah. yeah, who who help also the usual teams. There are a lot, a lot of uh, home cares, mm. and um, you can do everything at home. Yeah. Really, you can you can bring every kind of cares. Uh, uh, necessary for the people, it's not a problem. Uh, yeah. We, if we do good cares, usually you don't need to go to hospital. Mm -hmm. But if we have to be really uh, present, mm -hmm. so not to let uh, problems to happen. Yeah. yeah. So we were talking about dignity, weren't we? And talking about my dear friend Dave, who died of motor neurone. Yeah disease during um, during lockdown as it were as it happened um, and we were saying that we just just say that bit that you said about Jesus on the cross because that was oh, so yeah. profound yeah yes when I saw people uh, you saw, see completely paralyzed mm. um, I thought to Jesus uh, crucified on the cross he couldn't move he was suffering so much mm. and he was also hated <laughs> around him and uh, I, I thought really he can understand yeah he can really understand what the people feel when they they are paralyzed he's been there yeah yeah and uh, it's it's yes it's so important to to know that it's well it's a time when you are like this, the people feel, I became this. I became this person, unable to do anything. Yeah. Uh, unable to move and um, to take care of myself. But it's, it's just temporary. Yeah. Because when, when you leave this poor body, suffering body, no more handicap, no more illness, mm -hmm. this is great. Mm -hmm. This is great, and um, it's a great hope. Mm. Any person, even the one who were paralyzed since they are born, mm. for example, they, they will be able to move. And uh, it's, it's important to, to know this. Mm. We, we live really great things with the people, you know. We, we meet incredible people. Yeah. So... It makes you really uh, humble. Wow. So even in that statement, we meet great people, it makes you humble. What you're saying is that you look at that person and you are able to confer dignity to them yeah. from your heart because of how you see them. And then as you care for their basic human needs, which they can't take care of themselves, that that helps to 
give them a sense of dignity yeah. for themselves to, yeah. to feel. Is that right? Yeah, you receive it. You know, I, I, I realised the way you touch people mm. is very important. Yeah. Um, when, when I saw uh, how the people can become just like uh, without any power, you know, mm. uh, because uh, um, in hospital you make a lot of things on the people and uh, they are like think. Yeah. But the way you touch them, um, it's like not making things on the people, but you know, taking... You touch them like yeah. a human being. Yes, I, yeah. it's hard to explain, but it's a way... No, I, I understand what you're saying. It's, yes. So it's... instead of them just being an object or something that has to be treated medically and get these particular um, figures up on the monitor or whatever, you're seeing that as an actual human yeah. being and when you touch them and you turn yeah. them over in bed or yeah. you clean them up and yes, take of care course. of their... Of course. And they feel it and it's hard to explain. It's like something you, you receive. Uh, you know, well, okay, working a long time in palliative care, you, you learn to how to touch the people softly, try mm -hmm. not to hurt, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, the way you do it is very important. Yeah. And uh, I have a lot of uh, souvenir situation where it was so, so great and, and uh, you receive, yes, you feel respect. Mm -hmm. Any kind of care you do, you feel respect. It's so different, you know, the way you see the body of the person mm. in a society where, you know, you know how they show the body. It's, it's very uh, sexualized or Object, objectified. Yeah, 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 exactly. And when you, you see the body with uh, this full respect, you know, uh, mm. you, you just... Uh, it's it's a precious person. It's yeah. it's a That's so person beautiful. belonging to God. You know, God's creation. Mm. And uh, so you were saying to me that in order to really show that level of care, you find that asking God for help is the, yes. the way yeah. for you. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes I, I was afraid. You know, because you, I, I'm human. Uh, you have something that. The cancer is outside. Uh, Sometimes, uh, uh, you know, I don't want to explain too much, but the it's face not is a pretty destroyed. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's impressive. Mm. Uh, smelling, mm. uh, you know, all this. And um, I, I pray, I pray. Before entering the room, mm. I pray and I ask the Lord to give me what is necessary for this person mm -hmm. and especially I say to the Lord you know this person well you know him come on because you created this person so I don't good. know this yeah. person please give me what I need uh, make me understand what I need mm. to understand and um, yes so that I can take care and and you receive it mm. and when I I go in the room you know it's you. You even don't see what is uh, 
what is uh, in impressive? No, the the obvious external things yes. and that your senses can you, see. You don't see this. Uh, it's well, you see this, but it's not first, you know. And I know also, even what is surprising, because they are, I I should say, they are awful uh, smelling, mm. and I, I don't really. Uh, it's like if it's a side, you know. A separate issue, side yeah. issue. The, yes. the main thing is that person. Yes, yes. I, you know, I, I, I understand some of my colleagues, they need to put some essential oils or mask and mm -hmm. so I understand this. But I don't know why. I, I, I don't. You it's don't not do disturbing. Mm -hmm. the, the person, the real person, you know, is there. And mm -hmm. this is what is first. Wow. And the rest, and it just—it just for me. It's so just incredible. It just—it so is not for from me. Yeah, mm. it's and it is like a miracle too. That's why I, I really, have, it's like it's a privilege to be able to work in this situation, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I think God gave me this. I think because. Well, I saw my mother doing this because she's a doctor and there were no, not yet palliative scares. Mm, we no, didn't speak about this. Mm. And she went at night to make a morphine injection, yeah. midnight, four in the morning, you know. And the, the only way to, to really see my mother, I'm sorry, but it was to go with her because she was oh, really? working so yeah, much. Yeah, because she was so busy. And so... She allowed me to accompany if the people agree, mm -hmm. uh, and I saw this. Wow! And it it is like something uh, normal, I think. Do you think she felt that she was called by God to do that kind of work? Because it's a ministry, isn't it? It's not just work. Yes, I think the way she cared the people is yeah. She's she's so human. <laughs> It's wow, you know, that is very interesting about the control of the situation, or you want to pre prevent your family to suffer, and all this. Mm -hmm. My mother lost his mother, her mother, excuse me, mm -hmm. from cancer. She was 12. She saw really? her mother suffering, wow. and that was a decider. That helped to, to, to propel to be, her into it, yeah. To be uh, a doctor, mm -hmm. because she wanted to take care of people. But somehow so, she also passed that mission on to you. Yes, I think I saw. When you learn, you know, you learn with what you see. Yeah. I saw her the way yeah. she did. Yeah. And you, it's like it's a transmission, you know, you don't, many think you, you don't have to, to be told. Mm. Yeah, it's you, just normal. Yeah. And she, she was always sitting in front of the people and hearing them. You know, it's very important when you first, you don't come, for example, in palliative uh, care team. Uh, my first idea, I, I did, I never come with all the theory and yeah. the test and all this. Okay. First. You sit in front of the person wow. and you listen so and you good. look. Yeah, so good. You, you, I, I, I used to say it's. Um, I don't know if it's translation, but 
deploying the antenna. Aha, yeah, yeah, no, really good. I felt like uh, this kind of... I do the same thing as as a pastor, yeah, I have my antenna out and I say, okay, God, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, to to receive first. Mm. This is important. Every every person may uh, make his job in a different way Mm -hmm. and it's good because we are complementary. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that's... And I always saw my mother doing this. She was listening so to people. Yeah. And for, for a doctor, it's very important. Many doctors, the people say, they, they, the doctor don't listen to me. It should be the number one primary skill, shouldn't it, for a yes. doctor? That's why it's, it's not possible how they... Now they count the time. You have 10 minutes for mm-hmm. this, 10 oh, minutes. Dear. It's yeah. no meaning of that. Yeah, my mother when when this starts, she 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 used to stop the you know, and you work for free. Then, oh. what can yeah. you do? You cannot. Yeah. You just have to understand. If you don't listen to the people, how wow. how can you take care? Wow, very how can good. you care? Very good. If you don't you, listen to the you people, you cannot. How can you take care? Tell me about. The Scot, the Scottish guy, because oh, yeah. we were having this conversation before about um, in in when we when we die, we our, our imperfections and our disabilities and all those things mm. are gone, and we become completely mm-hmm. perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so oh, yeah. tell yeah. tell the story of the Scotsman you were treating. Oh. Uh, the Scottish, uh, it, it was great. I, I really, uh, this Mr. Usually I don't remember the uh, surname of the people, you know. You should probably not say. And uh, I always remember his surname. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he was completely paralyzed and uh, uh. he needs to be, you know, clean for everything. Mm-hmm. And I was cleaning him. He was suffering too. And I was cleaning him, and uh, I really felt, I thought this word, what you do for uh, any person, it's it's like you do it for me. And I was so rejoiced in my heart, I thought, oh Jesus, it's so a privilege. It's like like I I take care of your body, Jesus. it was, you know, it was so touching. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I, I think to some things that I don't dare to tell to the person, you know, what I think because yeah. it seems to be crazy. But then I discovered that the the brother of this man came to visit him, and he was Christian. Uh-huh. So then I I learned to don't if you think something, it can seems to be crazy. Mm-hmm. But oh, don't don't care about it. Say anything you you because you never know. Yeah. Uh, because often I discovered that somebody was praying for this person. Somebody in the family is Christian mm-hmm. praying. Yeah. So if you receive, even if you don't know the person, okay, you just you just say what comes to your mind, and it's God to manage. <laughs> the God speaking you know. through it. <laughs> Sometimes you you seems to be to be crazy, uh, mm-hmm. like crazy people. Never mind. 
So you're taking care of this guy and you're feeling as if you're literally taking care of the body of Jesus. Yeah. That's yes. incredible. Yes, because it is it is written so. And he went for treatment, didn't he, in hospital and tell the story about when he was um, under anesthesia. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, yes, it really uh, helped me to understand that handicap are only temporary. Mm. It touched the the flesh, mm -hmm. but not the entire yeah. person. And this man, uh, he died during an operation. And uh, when he woke up, he explained what he sees, spoke to the nurse, he had seen her. And uh, she said, but you don't see, uh, how have you seen me? And he said, when I was out of my body, I, I had no handicap. Wow. And, and this... So when he was completely unconscious, yeah. he could see yes. what was going on, but he couldn't see it because he was completely unconscious. Yeah. That's incredible. Yes. Yeah, yeah. In his body, uh, his uh, physical eyes were not able to see. Wow. He was blind. Wow. But, you know, we have a spiritual body or... Yes. Uh, yeah. Paul speaks about this yes, in uh, it is. 2 Corinthians 15. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, yes, I, for, uh, I have an example. It's about uh, I said something crazy, you know. It was an old man and he was completely uh, deaf. That's right, the word deaf. Yeah, deaf. And he needed two uh, hearing aids. Yeah, things, he, yeah. yeah to, to yeah. understand. Completely deaf. And his two daughters were there and he was close to the door and as I said, sometimes they don't go through the fence in one, you know, they are... Oh, to, they, yeah. so they don't cross over from life to death Yeah, in one jump. Yeah. Yeah. And when I arrived to this man, I had something to tell him. He didn't have uh, his... Uh, Hearing aids. Yeah. Yeah, aid. And I, I felt to speak uh, with a low voice. Okay. So I went to him and I told him what I had to say. And uh, one of his daughters, she said, but he cannot hear you, he's deaf. And, you know, and uh, he answered me. Wow. And she said, how? How? Can but, and I just answered, it is, it is uh, his new ears. Come on. I said this because it comes to me. I think this time, it was the New Year's, you know, without handicaps, mm -hmm. because he was bowed and uh, you, the New Year's. And so he was transitioning yeah. from this life into the life to come yeah. and was beginning to... How can to... I explain, explain this in another way? I cannot. So that, that's wow. because handicap. But it's very important because when people are completely paralyzed, uh, it is so hard, but when you realize, okay, it's just, it's for time, okay, it's hard, but it's now and it's not forever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then wow. you will be so no good. no illness. So good reason. This is very important. So have you it's seen important. in that kind of crossing over phase, that kind of period where they're passing from this life to the mm -hmm. life to come, have you seen other people 
kind of expressing yeah. things you think wow they're already beginning to enter into another dimension yeah. they're entering in, yeah. into another realm yeah yeah yes um some days before you know uh, they say uh i've seen uh, my father i've seen <laughs> uh, members of my family yeah. because they oh, it's like if they already can see uh, in the spiritual world, you know, yeah. where they yeah. will go. Uh, I, I, I heard the story, it was so... Yes, it's beautiful. Sometimes we believe in this, but, you know, it's, it's encourages to, to hear a story like this. Uh, it was an old man and uh, he was in hospital and the family didn't told him uh, he was a Christian man. Uh, the he, his wife died when he was in hospital, and they did to uh, tell him not to disturb him too much. Okay, and so they him. decided, yeah. you know. And uh, about the, the woman about dying, uh, when he was, uh, he he said, "Oh, Susan, you're here." Oh, he saw. His wow. wife, wow, at ahead the time of, of going, you know, and he didn't even know she was no, there. No, no, that is yes, yes, yes. And you know, for example, so I love this story. A nurse, a friend of my nurse, Christian, told me this. They had a man from a, a military man, and he was really difficult, really difficult. Mm -hmm. And they prayed, prayed when they were two Christian nurses. They prayed so much when they took care of him, praying, praying, praying. Uh, and when this man was about to die, he, he just, he sat in his bed. He, he left his two arms mm -hmm. looking like this and he said, Jesus! And he was going wow. and then he, the body fell, you know. God. And you know, you, you cannot know, but Make what the Holy Spirit show you to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You you don't have to understand. Even you yeah, don't. Have. Wow, wow. He understands. That is such an incredible, unique ministry, isn't it? Yeah. Really helping someone through those last hours. Yes. I've I've been with a, with um, two people when they died. One was my father, and one was a friend who. Um, was only 30 something he had um, um a brain tumor which killed him in the end but yeah it's a huge privilege but this is something you do many many times yeah, yeah. yes it's a, yes 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 yeah. it's a, it's a privilege and then you you know you, you want to be where god wants you Mm -hmm. I was with this, this the the chap with the brain tumor, and I thought I know he's on the last yeah. little few hours of his journey, mm. and this is really stupid. This is me, right? I'm a pastor. I've been a pastor for years and years. And I'm sitting with him, and I'm thinking, oh, I guess I should read him something, and I thought. What could I read him? And I thought, hold on, I've got my Bible on my phone. I should read him. My I should read him. 
from the Bible and I read one of the Psalms, you know, about, um, oh, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. You, you, you saw my, un- your eyes saw my unformed body and all of this. And, and I ended up being able to read the same passage at his funeral. And I said, this is what I was reading to him literally as he died, you know, and it was amazing. But I, I thought, Paul, you're very slow to put things together. <laughs> but um, yeah, what what a privilege. Yes. Ruth, so lovely to talk. And thank you so much for agreeing to let me record. Always, uh, always uh, a pleasure and uh, always moving me to speak about this. And mm. I, I should say, you, it's just something. He, he called me, but he, give, he gives me. Yeah. It gives me, it's not from... So what would you say to somebody, just one final thought, what would you say to somebody who's taking care of a loved one, who's um, lost their physical strength and mm-hmm. they've become just a shadow of who they were before? Or yeah. what they were before? It's very hard for family because they have a relation with the person, mm-hmm. you know, and everything changes. Yeah. And for the person too, for example, parents that are used to take care of the children, mm-hmm. and then you think it's difficult. Yeah. Uh, you have to understand it's difficult, and uh, also uh, the many th- many things could be said. Uh, don't try to make all of your own. You need help. It's important not to be um, exhausted. Okay. It's important to accept to be helped. That's really good. It's important to take free time if you need to rest. Mm -hmm. You need to be filled also. You cannot always give, give, give. Yeah. Um, You, yes, you need to be filled by the Lord, to be filled by, because um, also you, you have the, this, work to do, it's tiring, and also you're suffering, you're losing a yes, person. you're grieving. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard inside of you what your life, uh, it is your parents or some, somebody close, you're also suffering. Sometimes it's, it's too hard to take care of somebody you love too much, uh, who is too close of you, because you suffer so much. Yeah. So... Uh, accept help. Very good. Accept um, to feel. Accept to feel weak. Wow. You don't have to be a, a very strong. Very often, the first. You know, for example, I never cried as much as uh, since I'm working in palliative care. Really. You you need to cry. Yeah. You need to cry because it it's hard because you. You see difficult things, yeah. and uh, you don't have to. Uh, some people say, "Oh, you you become uh, stronger with time, and uh, it doesn't touch you so much." That's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it, and it's very important. Yeah. Uh, they speak a lot about the distance. You know the distance, and mm, all this you have to. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand things like that. For me, it's. Um, I don't manage this. It's wow. God who gives me the good distance. And uh, wow. I feel very close to... You know, sometimes you with Jesus you can feel closer, 
than to anybody you know because mm-hmm. he, he makes you understand wow. who is the person and you know it's not a question of control and sometimes in some situation and my colleague the same you, the, the, you just crying it's running on your face yeah. and you're just a human and very often it's what the people need to see yes it doesn't hurt them either yeah and that you share what they feel very very and good. also they need to see that you you're um, a loving person for their loved ones yeah. you know mm-hmm. you are not just yes very very mm-hmm. good ruth thank you so much that has been absolutely thank you fascinating and so helpful and i hope i'm sure people will find it helpful listening Thank you so much. If you've enjoyed this podcast, that's brilliant. That's exactly what I hope for. Please do share it, like it, pass it on, get it out there. Thank you so much. Have an amazing day.